Good afternoon, spiritual family. I'm your host, Antonio Hilton. Welcome to Natural Vibes Holistic Podcast. Welcome. I hope everyone enjoying a new year. It's 2020. That's right. Spiritual family. It is 2020. Just not a new year. What makes this new year special is it's a whole new decade. To my spiritual family out there, we just don't have to do big things for this new year. We have to do great things for the decade. It's a new energy being put out there. And I state over and over again, please leave the last 10 years and last year in the past. Whatever you was doing and it wasn't getting you the results you were looking for, stop it. Don't bring it into this new decade, this new year. Stop it. Don't be afraid to grow. Don't fear the unknown. Welcome the journey of life. Well, today I want to talk to you because even though it's a new year, a new decade, some of you still might be dealing with toxic people. And our show is about increasing the positive vibrations of people's lives. If you're dealing with someone toxic, and let me tell you something, toxic people will always be around you. They, you might run into them at work. You might run into to a place of worship. They might be your family. They might be in your household. They're always around. But if you're fortunate and you're in a situation where you can limit contact with them, that's all the better. That's all the better. It's kind of hard to avoid people when they're in your home. That's why uh, you might need relationship therapy or something, which we offer at Natural Vibes Holistic Counseling. We do offer that relationship therapy. But uh, tonight I want to talk to you guys about identifying and how to handle an emotional vampire. That's right. And some of you listen like, what is this, a paranormal show? No, listen. Emotional vampires are real. They're toxic people. An emotional vampire will suck the life force out of you. Most emotional vampires are sociopaths or narcissistics. Some of us have been married to those individuals. If you've been married to an individual that's always right, or in a relationship with someone that's always right and they never wrong they never apologize they never see the error in their ways run run for the hills run as fast as you can that person is an emotional vampire you could be going along cadillac in the way enjoying your life listen to your favorite song when my baby love me and out of nowhere this emotional vampire will pop up and just say something and this emotional vampire has studied you they know what to say and how to say it and bam there you go. All of a sudden, now you focus on what they're saying. You're feeling some type of way. You're feeling anxiety. You might be feeling anger and resentment. And they just walk off with a devilish grin on the inside. They know what they did. An emotional vampire is self-centered. They only think about themselves. They only see life from their perspective. And they don't care anything about you. They don't care about your well-being. A, a emotional vampire sets out to sabotage your image. 
destroy who you are. And let me tell you something, if you're dealing with emotional vampire, they have ways of painting an image of you to look violent and crazy. Once again, a emotional vampire is never wrong about anything. They hate being wrong and they're never wrong. So they spend their whole time trying to make you look like the bad one. We know all these people. We came across them in our lifetime. Some of us been married to them. Some of us have them as parents, friends, co-workers. Run. Run from them as fast as you can. These people are dangerous. If you're out there and you're having sex with an emotional vampire, they don't care about you. They're just in it for their rocks. You might be like, well, I'm in it for my rocks too. Wrong. Because soon you have intercourse with them, they literally suck the life force out of you. An emotional vampire could attach to you spiritually and soon you finish having intercourse, the next morning you wake up, you got a flat tire outside. Somebody sideswiped your car. You done left your wallet at home. You had a rough day at work. Um, all type of crazy stuff will start happening to you because they suck the positive life force energy out of you and they bring all this negativity around you now. They, they really... Emotional vampire really is a demonic spirit. It really is a demonic spirit. Think about this. A person that goes around sucking the life force and positivity out of people's lives. That sounds like a demonic spirit to me, spiritual family. When you deal with an emotional vampire, even if you have a simple conversation that requires a simple solution, everything with them is super duper complex. They're emotional. They're going to make... If, it, if it's like one plus two equal three, they're going to dance all around and come up with different other equations and stuff just to get the three. That's what they specialize in. Because what that does is it messes with your rationale and your logic. You know that, all right, we just need to do this to get to this. They have to make things more challenging and more difficult. And they'll manipulate other people around you to make you think that you're crazy. And they'll get these other people to start seeing like, oh, well, such and such is crazy. Look, emotional vampires are bad for our health. Facts. If you're energetic, you're going to the gym, you're meditating, you're doing yoga and all that good stuff, emotional vampire don't want to see that. If you just got a promotion on a job and, and things is going well, emotional vampire don't want to see that. And people say, well, that sounds like a hater. To a degree, it is. But see, somebody can hate on you but not suck the life force out of you. Like, they might show up like, well, how long are you going to stay on this job? Or, or uh, that don't sound like it have good benefits. Or, you know, you can't accomplish that. Or they'll just say something real slight that gets underneath your skin. Like, like, like it's the new year, right? All right, if it's the new year and you're talking to somebody or your ex-spouse, wouldn't you want to start the new year off on a positive note? Like, hey, happy new year. Hope all is well. Here go your kids. Talk to them. No, emotional vampire will go. Hey, what's up? Happy New Year. Hey, how those divorce papers coming along? I want more money for child support. Because they hear through the grapevine you're doing well. You might not be paying them attention. And no, you don't have to be divorced from them. You could be somebody who's dating. And, and you just cut them off where you're not communicating with them. And, and that's the best thing, which we're going to get into later, of how to empower yourself from these emotional vampires. But if they see like you're doing well, 
that's when they're going to come back in and try to do something to sabotage you. Spiritual family, these people are nothing to play with. Especially if you're an empath or you're a real spiritual person yourself. Oh, they love to take your kindness for weakness. They love it. They, they, they actually, actually, emotional vampires are parasites. Which most vampires are anyway. They're parasites. They take over a host body and have the host do a thing they wouldn't normally do. And that's what a emotional vampire is. They come in, they affect you with negative thoughts, negative energy. And now you're focused for the next three or four days on something they done said. You're dreaming about what they done said. It done got into your spirit. It done got into your spirit. It done contaminated you. And, and, and let me tell you something. Don't feel bad. Don't beat yourself up. That's why I'm doing this show, to let you know you're not the only one out there that has experienced them. But we specialize in combating against emotional vampire. And before this show is over with, I also have a company that could like spiritually clean you or do spiritual things for you to get rid of these emotional vampires and toxic individuals out your life. I'll give you the full details on that company later on. Okay, so their whole goal is even when they're not present, they they still they still need for you to feel affected by them. Even when they're not present. So that comes with the insults, the slight, the little cheap shots, uh, doing petty stuff that gets underneath your skin. You know, that that's what they do. But the thing is, let me tell you something. You you have to identify them in order to learn how to counter their behavior. You have to identify. You have to be able to identify them. And, and if it's someone you're in love with or have feelings with, you have to accept it. Take a deep breath. Let's breathe together. Take another one. Spiritual family, deep breaths are amazing for the body. We're going to take one more. Just one more. Okay, I'm back. We have to identify emotional vampires. Are they a narcissistic? Where they always right? They're the victim. Everything is about them. That's a that's a sign. Never wrong, unapologetic. They always the victim. That's a sign. Trying to sabotage your image, make you look bizarre, crazy, or uncouth in front of other individuals or family members. That's a sign. Putting their needs first, never considering your needs or what goes on in your life. That's a sign. That's a sign. I told you before, when people show you who they really are, you better believe them. An emotional vampire really don't have a representative. You know, most people got a representative and, they, and that representative might last six months to a year or even less. A emotional vampire comes straight out the damn gate like a vampire. You'll never catch a vampire roaming around in the daytime, but you'll see them at night. That's an emotional vampire. They, they, they don't hide the fact that they're an emotional vampire. These things, which is just some of the clues that I listed, they will partake in that straight up front. Right up front. You dating a girl and every time she go in the back bedroom, she's talking to other guys on the phone while you in the living room and she closing the door. That's an emotional vampire. She's trying to juggle the men around and see what she could get from them. And you're one of those guys she's juggling. 
Do not marry this emotional vampire. It will not change because you give her kids or him kids. It will not change. It will get worse. Because now she just breeded or he just breeded more people to take their side. We're about increasing positive vibration. If you are cool with somebody or you have a family member that's an emotional vampire, you don't have to let them in your house. You don't have to let them in your house. I don't let no one into my place that I know is not for me. If you're not for me, you can't come in. I don't need that negative energy dwelling. I got to go back and sage the whole place up because you came in here with all that negative energy. And to my spiritual family, negative energy is very, very real. It will get stuck in your place where you sleep at. It'll get in your cars and you start having problems and all you can't sleep at night. Oh my God, you have all types of stuff, spiritual family. It is very real. And, and this new decade is going to be a very spiritual decade for not religious, but very spiritual. You're going to see people consciousness awaken. People are going to start tapping into higher levels of spirituality. Not everyone. That's why a lot of people are going to get left behind on this spiritual journey. You might be walking with somebody now and they might be religious. You might be spiritual. Y'all might be getting ready to go separate directions. Because you could be religious and not spiritual. You could be religious and not spiritual. So back to uh, this emotional vampire. So how do we deal with them? A spiritual family, we're going to discuss that. How do we deal with these toxic parasite individuals? First thing first, limit your contact with them. Cut down your contact. If you're separated from them and you have children, keep that conversation brief when you give them on the phone. If they try to start an argument, because they're going to try to start something to ruin your mood and your energy. What you do is when you call, hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm fine. Hey, can I talk to the kids? And if they go, yeah, you can talk to the kid. Talk to the kids. Don't ask about nothing else about them. I mean, if you want to say, hey, I hope your day going well. All right, that's cool. You know, good manners. But talk to your kids. Say, all right, thank you for letting me talk to the kids. Get off the phone. Get off the phone. Don't ask them nothing else about their day or what they're going to be doing because they're going to try to say something that's going to stay in your mind. And they're doing it on purpose when they talk. And most emotional vampires are very mysterious. They always want to keep you guessing. Keep you guessing. Make it feel like you're not included in their life. That's part of the draining of the energy. You have to stop giving a damn about them. I don't like to use the word, but you have to stop caring about them. So limit your contact. Watch what you say. Keep the conversation short, tight to the point, and keep it very light. Very light. Don't get into heavier discussions with them because it's not going to end well because they're narcissistic and, and they're a vampire. It's all about them. And, they, and they're just going to always see error in their way. Also, any little comment that they say against you, like if you know you're moving forward in life and you're living your best life, they'll, uh, this is what emotional vampire will come say. Well, you know, such and such, they haven't changed at all. No, they're talking about themselves. Because see, most emotional vampires have low self-esteem. They're talking about themselves. They know they have not changed. They know they still have not lost the weight that they needed to lose. They don't live on their own. They live with their family. They're not happy about their personal situation in life, their finances. 
but they see you moving forward. You're not keeping contact with them as much. That bothers them. So they got to find a way to suck and lure you in. Remember what I told you about people plugging their energies into you. Some of y'all need some, what's, what's that, uh, socket protectors, electric socket protectors. Remember you put those on in the electric sockets so your children don't stick their fingers in the electric socket. Some of you need some spiritual electric socket protectors. Plug yourself up in the morning time. Boom, 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 boom. And we're going to get into how you can plug yourself up. So, limit contact. If you're married to one, it's not going to get any better. It's going to get worse. And you're going to start noticing your hair falling out. You um, might gain weight, lose weight. Your self-esteem going to be lowered. You need to get them out your life. I tell y'all spiritual family all over again. I'd rather be, I'd rather wait and receive Mrs. Right into my life than to go back to Mrs. Wrong that's going to tear me down and not uplift me or help me be the best, best person I can be or encourage or build with me so we could grow together and be the best people we could be together. I'd rather be alone until Mrs. Wright come around. Well, you don't really got nothing to lose. You got a whole lot to lose when you're dealing with an emotional vampire. Your sanity, for one. Because once you lose your sanity, you're no good to your job, your family, or anybody, or to yourself. So, yeah, there's a lot you can, you can lose. Uh, limit the contact. Um, don't put them in positions where they have power and jurisdiction over you. And even if you know, like, they, they could be a... They might have a little bit of pull over you. Don't let them see you sweat. Always be nonchalant with them. Like, okay, cool. Always, because that pisses off an emotional vampire. Because they're thriving on seeing you getting revved up emotionally and seeing you start yelling like, what you calling it for? Da, da, da. You crazy. They love that. Some of them even are known to have orgasms off of seeing other people suffer. That they just pissed off. Really? Spiritual family, this is for real. And this is why I always encourage men and women to be careful who you have sex with. Because if you're having sex with this emotional vampire, my God, I don't care if it's a one night stand. They could could mess up eight months of goal planning that you have achieved and accomplished in one night. In one night. The stakes are high. The stakes are high. So, how do we combat emotional vampire ways? You have to be proactive. The best thing is a lot of movement. Limit the contact, but a lot of movement. Hit the gym, yoga, go for walks in nature. Surround yourself around positive people. Definitely the fitness, running on a treadmill, doing the lightweight control, all that stuff. That stuff gets the endorphins kicking in your body and and, uh, it creates a euphoric feeling. The meditation. Defiltering thoughts out your mind that are not healthy and putting aside how we handle this spiritual family is all right to accept and say, hey, this person kind of got to me a little bit or, or like that crazy person. Ugh. It's all right to say that we recognize it, accept it, that it, it happened. And now we have to learn how to pick it up and put it aside and we don't deal with it anymore. It was said it's over. It's done. I accept it. it. I didn't like what they said. Now put it aside. Put it aside, spiritual family. I'm not telling you to ignore your feelings. 
I'm teaching you the spirit of detachment where we say, okay, this was said. I didn't like it, but I know dealing with this person, they always going to say something left field. So let me take it. I'll put it aside. Let me get back on my treadmill, start running. Let me do my push-up, my lift my weights. Let me go outside, get some fresh air, go see a friend that's very friendly. I like having conversations with. Do what you need to do to maintain yourself and constantly build yourself up to get to the next level of wellness, the next level of love, the next level of spirituality. I tell y'all, we are not about goal setting on this podcast we are about positive healthy lifestyles lifestyle develop a new culture one that don't include this blood sucking emotional parasite we call emotional vampire put them aside Go out, start mingling with different people. You don't have to have sex with people just because you're mingling with them. Trust me, I like sex like everybody else, but in this day and age and time and the energies that are out here, you have to be careful of who you're laying down with. Not for diseases, because we have to protect our spirituality. So... Don't, and also with the emotional vampire, give them less information about you as possible. If you got a new job, don't share that with them. You don't have to share that with them. You about to buy a car, don't share it with them. You about to buy a house, don't share it with them. You got too high paying salary, don't share it with them. Limit what you tell them. Especially if you separate it from them in a relationship. Uh, and, and you know y'all have ties because of kids or whatever you don't have to share all your don't do not give them access to your personal life because they'll go home and believe it or not people say oh that's so petty of them they ain't really doing it yes they are they're gonna go home sit down on the couch they might pull out a pen and pad and write down 10 ways how they can mess you up also emotional vampires like I'm a very spiritual person. I meditate. I'm a holistic counselor. I try to help people live positive lives. I'm a life coach. I focus on positive vibrations. Increasing those positive vibrations. That's what I do. But I know emotional vampires that have openly admitted to me that they sit at home and they close their eyes and they think hard about negative things happening to people and it happens to them. They think hard about negative stuff happening to people and hoping and wishing, and it manifests. Now, remember my other show about the power of positive uh, thinking and manifestation? That's why you have to be positive, because there's people out there that's trying to manifest negativity in your life. Positivity always conquers, especially if you're in control of the manifestation. Because people could work hard to try to manifest what they want on you, but when it's your life and your life force and your energy, that's more dominant than them. That's why I try to get you guys into the thinking of positivity, greatness, love, high vibrations. And by doing that, we cancel out the negativity. So somebody could wish what they want on you, like negativity all day long. But if you're the one that's thinking positive, doing positive, eating positive, treating people positive, they can't touch you. 
they can't touch you. It won't even phase you. You're in control of the energy that you put out to the universe. A quick, quick note about me. Back in the day, I used to, like I told you, I, I wasn't always like this. I, I, at one point, I was like this, and then I stopped being like this because I was in a toxic relationship. And then when that relationship ended, I came back into who I am and my purpose in life. And at my age now, I'm wiser and more cautious about, you know, letting people in so close to you. Um, so like I said, back in the day, I used to get on the phone with customer service, especially cell phone companies back in the day. And I used to go off and curse these representatives out, say horrible things to them about their mother. Oh, spiritual family. I was reckless. I was living in, in a dark place. Very dark place. And uh, I was just mean, just very mean to these customer service people on the phone. Like they, they was like my punching bag. But when I got this toxic relationship and started changing my ways and stuff and, and chose the path of positivity and living a better, healthy life, now I'm on the phone with customer service. I thank them when I get up before I get the phone. Thank you so much for your time and effort. Thank you for even if they didn't really help me that much. I still thank them because they do, they were doing the best they could. And if they, I feel like they wasn't doing the best they could, I still thank them. I generally thank them. Hey, thank you. People say, well, why you do that? Well, look, I'm giving positivity to somebody else. So you know what happens when you give that positive energy to someone else? It comes back to you in return. No matter what, it might come back later on. Somebody might buy you dinner. Uh, a check might show up in your mailbox. Something might happen. You don't know. Don't look for it. Just know when you do good, you get good back. You treat people kind, you get kindness back. It's the balance. It's the laws of nature. Spiritual family, you do good, you get good. You do dirt, you get dirt. So I always try to be that beacon of positivity, being kind. That's what I always try to do to help people out. So like I said, today we discuss emotional vampires. Identify them. Accept them for who they are. You can never change them. I don't care if you're in love with them. You can never change them. They are who they are. And that's who they're going to be. And the faster that you accept them for who they are, the easier it is for you to counter them and protect yourself from them. Remember, distance. Don't give them that much information about what you're doing or where you're going and all that other stuff. Stop. There's a, uh, what is it? I think in the Bible they said, you should never share your pearls with swine. You don't share your goodness with people that's not for you. Now, if they, if you feel like spiritual family, that they really have their teeth sunk into you that much, and they really chew, I mean, like they chewing you up and, and you having a hard time. And let me tell you something about emotional vampires, especially if you're dealing with exes and stuff. Most of the time, they family members are emotionally vampires too. Because these most vampires just not just pop up in the universe on their own. They're tied to other most vampires. Their sister probably one, their mom or dad probably one. You might have a whole family plotting on you. On your demise. Projecting negative energy out on you. How you counter that once again, positive energy. But if it's so barren that you can't, you feel like you can't handle it, 
And you know what condition you are in. I don't know what you're in, but you know what condition you're in right now. And if you know that you're falling apart all over the place and you need a little bit of help to get rid of these emotional vampires, I have a website and I know these people personally. And like I said, I'm here in South Carolina and stuff. The company name is Low Country Hoodoo and Tarot Reading. This is a spiritual podcast. We deal with a lot of spirituality. We also talk about high vibrations, but we also talk about dark energy, dark forces and stuff. Because how can we vibe on positive vibrations if we don't understand dark forces in our life? Now, when I say low country hoodoo and tarot reading, this is not voodoo. For those of you that's not listening, this here is a spiritual consultant that might provide services on countering this. They don't harm people. They don't practice black magic, but they can give you extra spiritual protection to help you get over this hump that you're going through. If you know what you're going through, if you're laying in bed and you can't get out of bed because this emotional vampire done sucked you dry or things constantly going wrong because of them and you just can't shake it and you need a little extra help, low country Hoodoo and Tarot Reading. The website is www.lowcountryhoodoo.com. That's www.lowcountryhoodoo.com. And right quick, we'll go over some of their quick services. They do initial tarot card reading. They help identify some more things about these people if you need that help. They do candle work, which is amazing. I'm a firm believer of candle work. And people say, what is candle work? Call them up, email them. They'll break it down to you. But candle work really does work. Uh, If you feel unsteady in your house, you might need to be burning a white candle. Put a glass of water by it. We'll get into that later on one day. But look, you need to contact these people here. Uh... If you feel like somebody got something on you, they do difficult spell and root work. They do custom mojo mojo bags for protection or for money or whatever. They do uh, sugar jars. And they all, my favorite are the blessed beads. The blessed beads and the prayer. The blessed bead because look, I live in South Carolina. I live in the South. My family originally from the South and from aspects of the Caribbean, which is Haiti. Um, when you live in like places like New York, I'm originally from New York. It's difficult to get into your spirituality because everybody hustling and bustling. So people in New York tend to be more conscious because that's like a faster form of being awake kind of if you live in like a city. But when you come to the Southern area, people to my, my observation tend to be more spiritual because things are slowed down more and you have time to tap into yourself and see what your spirituality really is like. So hoodoo is, came over here with the slaves. The main mysteries of hoodoo are really with black African slaves. And if you're in South Carolina or Georgia or northern part of Florida, you like where my family, my family is also Geechee and Gullah people descent. On my dad's side, the origins originally from Charleston and Hanahan. And if anybody knows anything in South Carolina, that's low country. That's uh that's Gullah country. And my um mom and them side of family, 
you know, they're from different places, North Carolina, Lumbee Indians, uh, her grandfather was Haitian, her grandmother was um, Lumbee Indian and stuff, but they're outside of Savannah, they're between Buford and Savannah, so that's Geechee area. Matter of fact, the Geechee River run through our property in Georgia. So this is customs. When you hear who do this is a, a spiritual custom. And like I said, when you call them or email them if you need help, they will break it down to you. But I'm just talking about hoodoo because I said we also talk about spirituality here. And they, people, hoodoo, people can provide protection for you. If you really feel like somebody's sucking energy from you and, and you need additional spiritual help, you need to talk to somebody. Because they might got some hex or something on you. They might have something on you. Because emotional vampire could, could suck the life force out of you so bad. Sometimes you might really need to talk to somebody about purifying your home. Or getting something to get their energy out. If not, you're going to keep living this vicious cycle over and over again. So hoodoo is positive. When we say hoodoo, we don't say voodoo. Voodoo is a religion. Hoodoo is, you know, they use the earth. They use various things. You need to talk to a spiritual consultant. This runs in our families and our culture in the region I live in. It's been practiced for hundreds of years. You guys need to reach out to them. www.lowcountryhoodoo.com. The email address is uh, lowcountry.hoodoo at gmail.com. That's lowcountry.hoodoo at gmail.com. That's right. Really need to reach out to them. Uh, let me see here. I know they have a phone number too, spiritual family. Uh, I will get you the phone number too. Um, phone number is 843-800-7902. Once again, that's 843-800-7902. And once again, you can email them at lowcountry.hoodoo at gmail.com. If this spiritual vampire is sucking the life force out of you, or you feel like, especially down here in the southern region, you feel like your in-law is putting a picture of you in a jar and putting you in the ground in a cemetery somewhere, and trust me, they do that. For those of y'all that don't live here in the south, that, that is heavily practiced. I know churches where they get together and they circle around together as a family and they pray against somebody to break up people's marriages. The spiritual world is real. It's a reality. Don't neglect it. We're not talking about religion. It is real. And you have to do what you need to do to combat it. There's elements that you can do. Fine. If you get out there and combat against this emotional vampire by going to the gym, by staying fit, yoga, meditation, good. But if you're a little too far gone where you are starting to lose money and your health is fading and you can't shake this vampire, you need to uh, consult with low country hoodoo. And you need to talk to the priest, the spiritual priest. You need to get some help. Like I said, I'm, I'm here in South Carolina. I lived in Georgia, uh, outside of Savannah and stuff. And play. This is real talk. And that's why I have this podcast to provide this type of information to those that are in, in need. Because my goal is to get you back in sync, living a positive life, living your best life, being fit, having your hair grow back, all that stuff. Losing some weight, some healthy weight. That's what I want to see. Once again, lowcountryhoodoo.com. Reach out to them. I'm your host, Antonio Hilton. Thank you for tuning in. Remember, stay positive.
I love you, spiritual family. Have a good day.